Hello and welcome to the Love of the Stags podcast. Uh, this, I believe, is season three and podcast number two for the season. And today with me, I have Dane Cleaver and Kieran Noema Barnett. All right. So first off, obviously, boys, it was a it was a convincing win to start the campaign off against ND. Uh, and you know, I think we did all facets of the game quite well. Barring probably a couple of drop catches, um, how do you guys feel about the the start of the campaign? What do you think um, we're going to be like this season for the T Twenties? Edges, hi. Um, look, great question. I thought Friday night went well for us. Um, we played well, like you said, a few drop catches, um, but on a whole, any time you win, in that sort of manner, you're pretty happy with how things are going. But um, Obviously, it's only one game of, of a 10-game 10, 10 campaign. So, you know, we need to back up well again today and then look after our, our processes and everything that we're trying to achieve in the following games after that. But, you know, it's a pretty exciting time. Some guys are coming back from injury as well. Um, so there's a bit more competition coming up for places and all everything like that. So it's, um, it's a positive, positive time for us. But, you know, there's a bit, bit going on as well. Now, Danny, um, obviously uh, you've had a couple of opportunities to bat um, at the top of the order now for the Stags, and you seem to be enjoying that role quite well. Um, and what is it about that role that, that you really enjoy, and, and where do you believe um, your strengths are within that role? Because obviously you got us off to a flyer in that, in that first game. Um, how do you see that role developing for yourself? Yeah, hey, Jess. Uh That's a good question. I've really enjoyed the role up the top of the order and um, I think that going forward there's an opportunity for me to keep developing my skills and hopefully put some more good performances on the board. Um, the role itself is it's the freedom that comes with it, the, the clean slate up the top and uh, knowing knowing what you're in for every day you're out there against the opening bowlers with the new ball and um, just giving it your best shot is um, a bit refreshing after batting down the bottom of the order for a few years so no, I'm really enjoying the experience and um, hopefully I can uh, keep putting some performances on the board up there for the boys. I think, um, you know, it's uh, you mentioned the word freedom, but um, I think every time I've watched you bat, you bat quite freely. I don't think much changes uh, in terms of, you know, the way you approach it. We've seen you play some ridiculous shots and um, some things that pretty much come out of the blue. Um, so... How does that all kind of unfold? Because obviously I don't see you practising some of these freakish shots and then in a game you just pull them out of nowhere. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I think it's just more the freedom to to express yourself and to have a clean slate in terms of uh, mentally not getting too far ahead of yourself and um, and, and, and knowing what's, what's out there for you as opposed to maybe bang down the middle where there's a, a bit more situational awareness and a little bit more the game's gone, so you have to adjust your game accordingly. Um, as for the shots, I think you just play the ball on its merits and uh, whatever happens, happens. Now, Karen, um, obviously you're striking the ball quite well at the minute um, and, and you had a good outing at McLean Park with both bat and ball. Um we always knew you had the striking ability and, and 2020 game is one that suited you um, for a long time so far. We've seen, obviously, uh, you held a record at some stage or do you still hold that record? 
I'm not actually entirely sure, Jazz, but I think it was 50 or 14 balls, and I think it does still stand. I think I'll share it with Colin Munro. Um, but, yeah, look, that was a wee while ago now. Um, and, and what is it uh, at the moment that you feel kind of, you know, strongly about your game? And, and obviously, I think you hit six sixes last game. Was it six sixes or more? Uh, no boundaries, but you seem to clear the rope quite comfortably. Yeah, I had a good night the other night, Jazz. There's no doubt about that. Um, but it's one of those things, you know. You don't you don't walk out there thinking that you're going to hit a whole lot of bombs. It just sort of happens. You play on instinct, and I think once you get older, you sort of understand a bit more about what the bowler's looking to do and areas you can target. And it's it's like anything. Once you become more experienced, I think it helps most definitely with understanding what you're trying to achieve um, but I'm certainly not naive enough to think that that's going to happen every time I walk out there so um, it's making sure that you're just ready for whatever comes your way and uh, playing on instinct I guess. Now I know I know you see yourself as a, as a seamer um, well you did early on in your career but coming towards the back end now would you say you've become a bit more of a mystery spinner? I wouldn't say I wouldn't say mystery um, or, spinner. or spinner, but is it wasted um, energy on that long run? Yeah, there's been a bit of talk about that actually. <laughs> it probably is, but I, I still like to think uh, it gives the illusion that one might come out with a bit of pace on it. But no, there's not much chance anymore. Getting older, so uh, that sort of time's running out for those that for that part of it. But you know, I try my best. Now, uh, looking forward at this game we've got uh, later on today, obviously uh, Jeden's last game ever, um, and he's been a stalwart in, in terms of spin in the country and, and someone that you know uh, a lot of spinners have probably aspired to emulate in a, in, within good reason. Um, what do you believe uh, makes Jeden so good? I mean, both of you guys played against him quite a bit now, so... Where do you think his, his strengths are and what, what makes him the cricketer that he is? Well, <clears throat> I think uh, Kieran's just alluded to it in his last comment um, around the experience. Uh, you can see whether you're watching him or facing him, um, he puts a lot of thought into his bowling and he uses his experience extremely well. Um, he does all the, all the things that you would sort of uh, strive to be talking about before the game in terms of mixing up your pace, getting hit to areas that you want to get hit to, um, executing your skills well. And I think he's just a, a master of um, doing those those basics, but also using his experience um, of obviously playing a lot of cricket and in a lot of different conditions. And uh, you don't often see him go for many runs. And I think that, that experience is a big part of that. And we, we know we know he's quite a passionate cricketer and, and, and he does tend to get quite fired up when he's when he's playing and he's and he's bit in your face. So I mean, as players and, and as the opposition, how how have you managed to deal with that? Uh do you play him any differently to you to the way you would any other spinner? I mean, does he feel like he's on you a bit more or Um I wouldn't say that that so much. You understand that when you when you're playing him you're in against a, a competitor. Um, he's certainly fired up for the challenge and I think that probably he's figured out that over time that, that's the best way for him to perform at his best and to be involved in the game and he's certainly one of those guys who you know, he's always involved in the game or he's always trying to compete so 
that's something you really got to admire about a player and I guess for the longevity of career he's had and I think he's still going to go in the UK still um, to be playing professionally at, at near, nearly 40 years of age is pretty impressive so I think that shows a lot about um, probably his work ethic and his character and his desire to improve and, and to keep performing at a high level. Yeah, and I mean, for for those that don't really know um, much around what Jeets has done, uh, I mean, it's very rare of someone of his experience to still be playing cricket. Um, there were a lot of people in the 1980s and 90s that were playing cricket into their late 30s. Uh, doesn't seem to be the case as much anymore. Um, Jeetan debuted for Wellington in the year 2000. Uh, that was before some of our current players were born. Um, Jeets was Wiseden Cricketer of the Year for t- 2015. This will be his 89th and last T20 for Wellington. 78 career wickets for the Firebirds and has a lot more for Warwickshire. Um, I mean, someone with that resume, obviously he's going to be a big loss um, for Wellington Cricket, but also the competition um, and, and the experience that he brings. I know for me personally as a spinner, it's, it's you know, it's something that kind of I aspire to and, and someone who's kind of paved the way for the way that spinners do their things. Um, now, Kieran, what is your motivation when it comes to, you know, continuing to, to put yourself through the, the pains and the miseries of playing cricket, the highs and the lows? Um, what is your motivation now? as opposed to when you were starting? Uh, I'd imagine it's, it's, it's really just enjoyment. I enjoy playing the game. Um, I enjoy competing. Um, and I, I get a lot out of, um, you know, playing a role as in my role and part of the team. And um, obviously we're always looking to go out there and, and try and win. So those are the things that really motivate me to keep, keep going, I guess. And um, we've got a really good group. A lot of guys who are... Um, you know, on the cusp of potentially higher honours and, and guys that have been there as well. So um, it's a really good environment to be a part of and, and I guess we're all trying to improve and get better as well, which is um, really pleasing and it's uh, certainly not that difficult to get out there and, and um, get fired up and, and enjoy the game. And Danny, obviously um, there, was a, there was a very good couple of stumpings uh, last game. Uh, the glove works really been I know for you personally has been a big focus not just the batting side of things but you your keeping seems to have come a long way um in the last few years and and it's and it's something that you pride yourself on um so what is it in your game that you've looked to improve on with with the gloves uh well yeah keeping's been a big focus the last sort of year especially um got was fortunate enough to be a part of the winter squad down at Lincoln um, and had some good coaches, um, Marty Croy, and, and spent a bit of time with BJ and um, some other keepers down there. So it was just really good to get uh, some different understandings of wicketkeeping and, and, and the technical technical uh, difficulties that come around wicketkeeping. Sort of start approaching it a bit more like my batting as, a, as an art form rather than just a, a secondary, uh, secondary part of the game. Um, so I've really been sort of focusing on that and, and, and trying to really do a job for the team that's um, above and beyond just, just doing the basic duties, I guess. Which... Well, I'll tell you, it certainly helps me. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I think we've always had a good relationship with jazz, so uh, well, long may that continue. Yep, yep. All right. Um, and for our listeners, uh, and and our home fans, uh, we'll be back at McLean Park on the twenty third of December with a double header, with the Hines, who have already won Super Smash once, won one Super Smash game versus Canterbury in their first round. Um, and so it'll be a great game to come down to. Um, obviously, last game we had a great crowd in, and and I'm sure it's going to be another fun fun day uh, for all involved. Um, the game will be live streamed, but it won't be televised. So uh, we'd recommend getting down. Um, there will be prizes and giveaways at the ground. And uh, just as we close off, if you remember in the first podcast, we gave you a little bit of a brain teaser around uh, Raymond Tool and the nickname Red. Uh, I don't believe anyone's actually answered the question correctly yet, so I'll drop another hint. Um, think about a famous crime drama uh, on Netflix, and uh, it is a nickname for one of the main characters. So once again, it's Raymond Red. So if you can figure out what the uh, the character is and, and the name of the character and what it resembles, then... Please let us know and there will be a prize coming your way. And once again, thank you very much for listening. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Nah, nah, nah.